Welcome to another week of Come Follow Me, A Disciple's Journey. This week's Come Follow Me study is sections 51 through 57 of the Doctrine and Covenants. So let's let's talk about a high-level overview of these sections. So as I thought about how I wanted to break these sections down, as I thought about you know what's what's an overarching or a couple of overarching lessons from these sections, um, what what I what I came up with came to me um, is nothing really earth shattering, whatever. Nothing too novel, especially when considering the context of the whole doctrine and covenants and if. If you were to take what's the overall arch, what are some overall arching principles from the Doctrine and Covenants in general? Um, and so, what I came up with and came, what it came down to for me, is that the Lord is concerned about the details of our lives and will give us revelation as we need it um, to direct us in 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 our discipleship, to direct us in our lives, in our families, in our homes, in our wards, our stakes, in our communities, in our jobs, whatever, in our life. Um, there's a lot of things sh- changing and shifting at this point in time for the church as that we're reading about here in sections 51 through 57. Um, more members of the church uh, are, are gathering. There are more people being baptized. The, the membership of the church is growing. Um, there's already obviously a settlement in Ohio, but there's still some, a lot of members in New York and other places who are starting to come to Ohio. The Lord had already, has already at this point promised that he will reveal the location of Zion. Um, sections 52, he's going to talk more about that. Section 57, he's going to be more specific about that. But back in, in, uh, I want to say section 40, 42, the Lord has, has already let them know that, he will be letting them know where Zion will be. So we know that Ohio is not going to be the final destination here or and, and that it is a, a stopping point. Um, and, and something interesting along those lines is the Lord gives them some instruction even in that regards of he teaches, he tells them like they know, right, that it's not going to be the final destination. But he still tells them to act as though it is. Plant crops act as though you're going to be there for a long time. And that struck me because, um, you know, something in our lives that maybe, uh, I don't know if you, uh, maybe you can relate to this, maybe not. Um, my wife and I were living, uh, in, in a home here in Utah. Um, and the, we were renting and the owner decided that he was going to, going to sell the, the home. He offered to sell to us first if we wanted, if we were interested. Um, and we financially, it would have been a stretch. We could have made it work. My wife and I prayed about it, decided it wasn't right for us. So we had to move somewhat unexpectedly. Um, and so we didn't have a lot of time even to find where we were going. We just had to find something that worked. When we moved into this new place, renting, we signed a year rent weren't planning on being there for very long, uh, knowing that it just it wasn't where we needed to be. And that mindset for the first especially few weeks made it really hard to make connections in the ward, made it really hard to feel connected to the ward. And, um, 
you know, there came a point in time where uh, what really honestly helped me get out of that was I was given a calling. And that calling kind of made me change my mindset a little bit, but it's still, I still didn't really get out of it. And it, it really was, uh, of of the words I've lived in, um, even even going back to my mission where, you know, you know you're not going to be in a place for very long, but you still make connections. You still, I think the difference is you act as if it matters. You act as if your time there matters and that it's going to be long-term and that's what creates bonds. It's what uh, creates a feeling of belonging. Um, but in this ward that I'm talking about now, I, I we never I never really felt that, and we ended up actually moving after only about eight months into the home that we live in now, into the ward we live in now, and it's somewhere that we feel like we want to be for a long time. We've been here for a few years, and it's made making bonds and putting down roots much easier. And yeah, I mean, if we do end up moving, that's those things make it diff- more difficult to leave. And so it is, I'm sure, with the saints that if you know you go and you plant and you act as if um, you're going to be there for a long time, and then you're not, it makes it harder to leave. But it also creates a mindset and a spiritual mindset where um, I feel the Lord is able to work more fully in our lives. So anyway, go back to what I was saying. A lot of shifting pieces here. They're in Ohio. Sections 51 through 56 are given in Ohio. Section 57 is actually going to be uh, in Missouri. And so with all these just logistical concerns and how are we going to find land? Who's going to take care of all these people coming in? That's these. Many of these sections address those situations. The Lord is in the details of our lives, is in the details of your life. And and they, they may seem like, um, let's see, uh, come follow me, says, for church members in the 1830s gathering the saints and building the city of Zion were spiritual as well as temporal works with many practical manners to address. So I wanted to use that word practical. They may seem practical and not, and, and maybe even not specifically spiritual needs, but the Lord knows and is aware and if we ask him, as these people who, you know, the, the story here that we're going to read about to, uh, in sections 51 through 57 is no different than many of the sections we've already read about. It, it involves other people having questions, going to the prophet, the prophet not quite knowing the answer either, and so wanting to get direction from the Lord, going to the Lord, and receiving revelation. If we have those same questions, if we ask, we will receive. And that's what I'm... Uh, there's the end of it right there, what I boiled it down to this week. What's the like overarching principle? It's the same thing it's been so far this year. It's the same thing it'll be throughout the rest of, pretty much the rest of the Doctrine and Covenants. If we ask, if we seek, if we knock, we will be answered. We will find, and it will be opened unto us. One uh, final take-home point, maybe from this week's studies is, um, and it comes from, this is actually pulled straight from Come Follow Me. I can turn to the Lord when I am hurt by others' choices. So we're going to read about Lehman Copley, who had made a promise to help the saints. He re- retracted that promise, turned his back on the saints and on the church in general. And so they were left out in the cold. Like, literally, they were left out with, with nowhere to go. Um, but the Lord was there for them because they turned to him. 
And in our life, there are going to be people in situations where our feelings are hurt, where people disappoint us, where people betray us even. But the Lord will be there for us as we turn to him. Um, this week's uh, episodes, these sections are pretty short. Uh, I, As it is many weeks, I'll kind of just start doing them and I'll decide as I go how many episodes what to clump together. Um, there'll be a, few, a couple of episodes at least, though, to, to overview these sections and to share some of uh, the thoughts that I've had and to share some insights from general authorities and, and leaders of the church uh, about principles that are taught in these sections. Thank you for joining me. I hope you will join me in those uh, in these ensuing episodes this week. Best of luck in your studies, and I'll talk to you soon.